These are the Padawan Transmissions. Hello, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Sarah. And we're going to talk about the last part of this movie about Star Wars and move on to the good ones. I'm so excited. Tell us how you feel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So welcome to episode 16. 16. That's a lot. We're going on 17. Sweet 16, baby. So today (laughs) we are going to conclude our adventure into episode three. And we're going to talk about the last third of Revenge of the Sith. So let's get started. Where we left off. C-3PO feels helpless. That's a sad tweet. This is like a really this is a rough end of it a movie. It is, and it? it's a lot of laser swords. So Yeah, I was like, there's a lot of fighting. I don't know what to write. I don't know what know. to say yeah. on a podcast when it's just like uh zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. That's what's happening. I did make some connections with color, kind of. Yeah. So first, you know, we got uh Bail Organa, we got Yoda, we got Obi-Wan. Yes. They're chit-chatting, they're talking. Yes. And they're talking about the fact that there's a message going out of the temple that's saying that Jedi are supposed to go back. Mm. Um, and basically, they're like, there's a trap! trap. <laughs> and because <clears throat> Palpatine wants them all dead. Yes. Um, and then we go to Mustafar. And I said, Mustafar, I think you mean Lavafar because there's a lot of lava. On I said it, it looked like hell. Um, I could, well, I could see you know? that. It looks like the bottom of a, a volcano. Active volcano. Miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Well, you know, that's, that's you know, a place to have things happen. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Do you think so do Vader, you think they did that on purpose? Like, did you think George Lucas did that on purpose? Like, make Mustafar think, like that because it's like the end of one life and the beginning of another? To the yeah. dark side. Like a phoenix <laughs> being burned to ashes and to rise again. Ah. Uh. And, you know, sometimes that not, that's not always a good thing. So we're going to see. <laughs> this is really, truly where Vader becomes Vader. Truth. So, speaking of him, he's going to take care of the Separatist leader. You know, pew, pew. You Nematodes are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. So then, it's it, there's a lot of going back and forth between the scenes. Because there's a lot of, like, I want to say, like, there's a lot of things happening, but at the same time, there's not a lot of things I happening. would agree. There's a lot of fighting. I would agree. So then it, they're back where Bale is being called back. There's a special session of Congress that's going to be happening, but it kind of works out for them and their group because um, Obi-Wan and Yoda need to go back to like kind of re-scramble and send out a new message for the Jedi so they don't come to right. the temple. And then it looks like Vader and R2 have landed. R2 is told to stay with the ship. Vader strolls into the space that, you know, all of these separatist leaders are mm-hmm. at. And he uses the force to, like, close them off. So it's, it's like scary. getting ready, yeah. you know? Nowhere to run. Yeah. Back on Coruscant. Yoda is fighting off troopers. Kicking butt. Um, yeah. And then we're now seeing the Congress session that starts and. Chancellor Palpatine is telling oh. them all about like how the Jedi um, have that plot to overthrow the government, mm-hmm. and he's really just using all of these things so they can destroy the Jedi. Because he's like, "We're going to take them down. Don't worry, we got this in hand." Kind it of was thing. terrifying. Yeah, because everybody's um, like coming up in a little bit after we like. It's just constant like scene cutting, cut, cut, cut. Because there's like different yes. storylines that are going on. Eventually, they're all going to meet. 
But like in one of the upcoming scenes, like the crowd is literally going wild for everything that Palpatine is saying. And that's how you know, because it's like you you're in an episode where you're like, how do you get here? This is how you get here. By scare tactics. Yes. Um, so then it cuts to Obi-Wan and Yoda, and we're seeing the massacre that that's the temple, you know. There's no survivors, even talking about all the younglings themselves are also dead. And they realize that um, they weren't killed by droids. They were killed by a lightsaber. And Obi-Wan asks, who could have done this? I think he knew. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think he needed the transmission. It's one thing to say it, and then it's... Yeah. yeah, It's like one thing to say, I know, like it was Anakin, because he doesn't want to believe that. Right. So the, the scene cuts back to Vader. He's cutting down the Separatist leaders, and then it cuts back to Palpatine, and he's using his scarred face as proof of the Jedi's trees. And he's like, look what they did to me. Look what they've Mm -hmm. done. Almost saying, using that scare tactic of, if they did this to me, what are they going to do to you just so they can get power here? Um, And then it cuts back to Vader and he's killing again. He's just pew, pew, pew. Well, he's not pew, pewing. He's like, you know, lightsaber killing. The one thing that Palpatine said though, before that scene got cut, he says to something to the effect of to ensure security, the Republic will be reorganized into the galactic yes. empire for a secure society. And that's when the crowd goes, yes. yeah, and they're all doing yes. the wave, you know? Well, and that's where Padme and, and Bale, they're also yes. there. And obviously they are not looking their best. They're very alarmed. And this is like that famous line yes. that, I'm pretty sure we said at the end of the podcast where Padme says, so this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's terrifying because that's exactly what is happening. Um, And then cuts back to Vader and Snoop Gunray is cut down, but not before uh, saying like, he's, he's very surprised. He's like, but the war's over. Uh, You know, we were promised peace. And I was like, not for you, buddy. You were promised death. Bye. Seriously. You know, Seriously. Um, and then it cuts back. Obi-Wan has redone the message and he's recalibrated it, warning like all of the Jedi to stay away from the temple. Yeah. Um, and then Yoda's like, well, luckily it's going to take the clones like a long time to figure it out that they redid the message. So they're like kind of in the clear. They're like, hopefully things will cool down and nobody's going to come look like they'll all get the message before anything else bad happens with the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then Obi-Wan's like, okay, I'm going to look at the security tapes because know. I need to, I need to know. And Yoda's like, dude, you probably don't want to do that. Cause like, uh, it's just going to cause you pain. And so, cause Yoda knows. Yeah. He, ain't he doesn't need to look. And so it's confirmed that yes, Anakin is the one that did it. He is now Vader and they must, you know, are talking They're like, we have to destroy the Sith. Mm-hmm. And uh, Obi-Wan doesn't think that he's going to be able to kill Anakin or Vader. He's saying he was like my brother. Um, but, you know, he's been twisted by the dark side. Obi-Wan's not strong enough to fight off Sidious, yeah. but he might be able to fight off Anakin, mm-hmm. which, I mean, he does an all right job. <laughs> Had he finished the job, things would have ended up differently. But if this is also... And he could have. Yes. 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 could have. Whoa. Um, I mean, he did survive a lot, which is surprising, you yeah, know? That's what happens when you're pure evil. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know... <laughs> I wouldn't say it's pure evil, but you know, 98%. Yeah. So Obi-Wan then he's, that's his now new mission is to go find Anakin mm-hmm. and, and fight him. Um, and he has to use his feelings to find him. Cause he's like, I don't even know where to look. Mm-hmm. So then he starts with Padme and asks if she's seen him. And she's like, Oh, I just saw him yesterday. Yeah. She's um, hardcore in denial. 
Yes. And and I was just gonna say, like he he uh tells her everything. He's like, you know, good. he's been turned to the dark side. Um and you know, all of these things. And she's like, Of course he doesn't believe him. She's like, he couldn't have done that. Uh, you know, he lets him know like Anakin's the new apprentice to Sidious, who's actually Palpatine. And it's like she doesn't and like really can't believe, mm-hmm. but I think she does. I think she's just not ready to admit it to herself. Because her last dying thing even is saying, like, there's still good in him, there's still good in him, and she just doesn't want to believe the man that she loves could do something as horrendous as And we as do this. know that there is some good in him still, especially yeah. when we see like at the at the end, you know, and he's the very end, the last second of tossing his life. people down reactor shafts. But you know, it's just it's just really sad, but we see this in real time life with people um, who are in complete denial about like the people they love and what they're doing, and she'll find out. <laughs> Mess around and yeah. find out, you know. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's like, you know, he's become a threat, and all of these things. And she's like, you're gonna kill him. You can't kill him. Yeah. And um, then Obi Wan kind of says it out loud. Finally, like. He's the father of your child, isn't yeah. he? So everybody now knows. Well, not everyone, but like people now know. You right. know, right? So now we're back on Mustafar. Everyone is dead. dead. There's ominous music playing. Lava is a flowing. He's looking evil. Anakin's just, yeah. Anakin's staring he's crying. off. Looking evil. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of emotion. Why do you and think then, he's crying? I think this is like really when I don't know. I think it's hot. Maybe it's just sweat. <laughs> But I mean, maybe he also knows that like what what he's done, and he's kind of realizing like I this think is this the path I'm choosing. For my, this is it. Yeah, yeah. This is where I'm going. I'm gonna force choke some people yeah. I love later. Because really, I wonder if it's like gone from like he killed all those younglings, he killed all of those um, separatist leader, and now it's like I can have a breath and then sit back and realize like this is it. This is where I'm going. Yeah. Like, and maybe even tears of relief to the fact that like I know that I'm doing this to save. Padme and I love her and to save my unborn child and like finally being like think him thinking like okay this is it and it's we're done I'm done I could finally be happy kind of thing which is not true because it's just beginning (laughs) uh so Padme leaves with C-3PO mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan stows away on the ship. Yes. And then we see that Anakin sends a transmission that the leaders have been taken care of. And then he's told to send a message to the trade federations to shut droid units down immediately. Um, Padme lands on Mustafar and she's looking troubled, my mm. friend. So she and Anakin embrace. She's worried about him. They chat about him turning to the dark side, killing the younglings. She's like saying all these things like, oh, Obi-Wan was saying all of mm-hmm. these things and he doesn't deny it. And she also doesn't really seem like, right, like she doesn't seem too upset. And then she's like, we can run away. We can still change things, whatever else. And like, you're not, you know, thinking straight. Just like, I love you and blah, blah, blah. And Anakin's like, meh. And then he's like, I'm more powerful than anybody right. else. And like, we can overthrow right. Palpatine. Like we can be in charge of the galaxy. We can yep. rule it. And she's all, then that's what's like, that's what's That's what does it, not the killing not, children. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, so she's like backing yes. up. And it's just, <laughs> it's <laughs> so weird. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to lose you the way I lost my mother. He's doing all of this yeah. for her, right? Yeah. But like, that's crazy. 
And so yes. she's a little like, Obi-Wan is right. You're changed. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. But he continues to like try and be like, no, this is what's going on. Yeah. She's like, you're going down a path I can't follow. But honey, he's been walking that path for a long time. He's been going down mm-hmm. it for a long mm-hmm. time. And it didn't just start right now when you're realizing he's gonna he wants to throw over Palpatine. It started even before he was killing the younglings. True. Um, and so like Anakin is snapped. He sees Obi-Wan oh. and like really he's like super jealous. He's like, You brought him mm-hmm. here, you're in mm-hmm. with him, blah, 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 blah. And he starts to choke her. Horse like, chokes her. Choke yes. Her. Horrid. Not okay. No. And he's blaming, he he is putting all of the blame on Obi-Wan. Turned, when really all of the blame yes. to him. You have turned her all against of this me. Is of him. You mm-hmm. have turned her against me. And then cloaks are mm-hmm. off. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So then they kind of chit-chat because, you know, they don't agree. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. And Obi-Wan's like, nope, only the Sith deal in absolutes. Like, that's not how mm-hmm. we do things here. And then they start to fight. And then, so they're okay. fighting. Go, yes. no, go, go, go. Oh, and then Yoda confronts Darth Sidious. He shoots him with his lightning fingers, and then he passes out. And then we're back. And Can we talk about right? something really fast? Sure. Obi-Wan checks Padme. Anakin doesn't. Yes, yes, yes. I did see that. Because he's so far gone that all he can see is his rage and his jealousy and all of those emotions that are like fired up in him mm-hmm. right now. And he's blaming every single thing. He thinks all of this is Obi-Wan and the Jedi's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not my friend. Mm-mm. You chose to do those things that you did. Right. Yes. So now we're back on, on Mustafar. They're still fighting with their lightsabers. Um, and then both, uh, back where Yoda and Sidious are, they're using the force to fight each other. Mm-hmm. And then Sidious says that Vader is going to become more powerful than either of them, which I find interesting because, well, yes, Darth Vader is a very powerful man, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I didn't realize until I was grown, and I'm not going to oh. lie, that uh, Vader wasn't the guy yeah. in charge. It was Palpatine. Yeah. Because, you, yeah. you know, he's the one that's, like, marketed as, like, the bad guy. Right? Bad guy. Yeah. Yes. Uh but I would like to point out because Vader's going to die in a little over three movies, but Palpatine dies in a little bit over six mm-hmm. movies. So, like, who's more powerful? He's still hanging on. Marionette style. <laughs> I'm so here for it. So let's talk about their lightsabers, right? Because then they start their lightsaber fights. Both both groups, both two parties are fighting lightsaber to lightsaber. Mm-hmm. We got Yoda and we have Sidious. Yeah. Both of them, Yoda, his lightsaber is green. Sidious is red. They're opposite on the color wheel. Mm. I, at least in hair color terms, can say that, like, if your hair, like, to color or to cancel out pigments, you use the opposite on the color wheel. If your hair is too yellow, you use purple to get rid of that tone. If your hair is too, like, orangey, you use blue. If your hair is something, it has turned, people's hair have turned green, you'd use, like, a red pigment. Vice versa to help cancel out these tones so that was like hmm interesting although they don't really cancel each other out because yoda's like i failed and he leaves at the end of, well, like at the very end of their fight i failed but <laughs> then, we, then we see uh anakin and obi-wan and they have the same color lightsaber so i was like hmm mm-hmm. it's interesting levels of fighting here you mm-hmm. know i wonder and then i said cool facts bro oh. go ahead <laughs> 
No, I literally just was like, cool facts, oh. bro. That's what I wrote. <laughs> this is honestly the 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 fight scene between Obi-Wan and Anakin is I feel like the best one we've seen since Darth Maul. Um mm-hmm. it's just it's just really good. And so Palpatine's disgusting. And Yoda, there. I don't know. The fight is just like it's very physical, like throwing things as in the mm-hmm. Congress, and then electric hands and lightsabers. There's a lot of different things going on, and Anakin ends up like physically choking Obi Wan, and they're also like kicking each other. So like, there's something to be said about getting that close up to somebody. And doing that rather than like shooting yeah. them with like a blaster or even using a lightsaber. Like that's a really personal fight. Yes. And I don't know. So the battle is outside on Mustafar and they keep going. And so back away with Palpatine and Yoda, they're throwing the senator seats. Yoda's flipping around. It's, it's crazy. Hands versus hands. Palpatine is thrown back and Yoda slides down and ends up falling Palpy is hanging on and he's like doing a big old witch cackle. Like it, it's weird. Some Palpatine yeah. is weird. Yeah. Like it's, it's, he's like sinister and he, it's almost, it's not that he's not taking things seriously because he is, but it's almost as if everything is like a joke. I wonder if this is like the first time in a long time he's really been able to have like a big massive fight like this, right? Because yeah. like this is this is the first movie that we've seen him, for lack of a better term, use his powers like use the lightning fingers, right? Like we haven't seen that, have we? I don't think we have. Um, we saw because this is the first time we see it with, we, we, we with saw him use on Mace Windu, Windu, yeah, yeah, which is in this right. movie. So I think that's the first time, and really. Because he's been in hiding for so long. Like, I wonder how long it's been since he's like, let's have an all-in-out brawl. Like, Mm -hmm. me, Jedi, it's going down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just weird that he's, like, laughing. Like, he's lost. Like, he's lost it. Like, he's finally his true self. And maybe he's just thriving. Living his best life. (laughs) Thriving. Yeah, probably, You know what I mean? It's just crazy. Um, Yeah. And again... In their fight, let's talk about people hanging off All stuff. All the time. Obi-Wan loves to hang off stuff. Now Yoda and Palpatine are doing it, mm-hmm. right? And then I was noticing that, of course, back on Mustafar, there's people fighting on a freaking walkway. <laughs> All right? They love this. It's a very common thing. We see it with Obi-Wan. And I was thinking about this. Obi-Wan um, is, is like a father figure to Anakin, right? Yeah. So we see them fighting over a walkway. Uh, theirs is over boiling like a lava, basically. <laughs> and then later on, we see it with, um, like with Vader and and his own son Luke are fighting over a walkway. Right. And then even later in the the sequel trilogy, we see Han Solo and his son Kylo Ren doing That's it. That's a sad one. And I remember when we went and saw that movie, and you're like, I didn't see that coming. I'm like, how did you not see that coming? I'm like, I totally knew he was going to kill his dad. They're like, out there on a walkway. It made me so sad. Someone, someone was going to die. Someone was going to get tossed over, of course. Because that's something that they have done. And I just bit my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get fired I up. I guess so. Jeez. Um, but I want like did did we see another? I'm trying to think of like any other times if we've seen them like on a I don't walk, know. People like, just like it. falling over things. Like the two pieces uh, of Darth Maul are over a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, reactor shafts. We am love I right? Em. We see that at times. We love two. to see it. <laughs> um. So of course, with these father figures fighting their sons, common theme throughout this entire series. Yeah. And so then Yoda calls Bale to come get him because he's like, yo, I'm done fighting because I can't win. <laughs> um, and he tells him, he's like, I must go into exile. He goes, failed, I have. Yeah, see you, Yoda. And uh, Sidious knows he's not dead. So he's like, we got to look for him. <laughs> um, find him. Thanks. <laughs> Just like that. But then he's like, okay. He goes, I feel like Vader's in trouble. Let's go Right. Get him. And so... Um, Anakin and Obi-Wan are still fighting and both are trying not to die in the lava or by, yeah. you know, each other's hand. Each other's. And yeah. they're basically <laughs> heading for a lava fall. It's like a waterfall, but with lava. And they're both surfing on like different parts because like Mustafar almost looks like it's falling apart. I literally wrote that. It's literally falling apart it's, over it's there. It's like being destroyed. But honestly, like, why would you, why would you pick that planet? to, <laughs> to well, do anything on. <laughs> correct. But like, this is such like an action packed scene kind of, but there's like, there's a lot of things happening, but like nothing's yeah, really no, happening. Yeah, no, I right? I completely so agree. Like, That's why this episode is like flying by and what have we talked about? Fighting. Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, like, so you see like, everything's falling apart. So like the music is suspenseful. Right. The scene and the visuals are all there. Everything's there to like keep up the suspense. And like as a Star Wars this fan, is it. this is the end. Like ending. you know what's coming, but you don't know how yeah. it's going to happen when this is your first time watching, but you like know what the well, end result is going to be is Darth yeah. Vader, right? So you're like, well, yeah, what's yeah. going on? How are we going to get Why are there? you in a suit? Why does your voice sound like that? How many hands do you have mm-hmm. left? We don't know. And so just one. <laughs> more fighting on the lava and now we're getting some dialogue okay and so (laughs) i have failed you anakin and that's really sad yeah that is really really sad that's, that's why this scene like this whole fighting between them like this is not what um, Obi-Wan wants to do because he loves Mm -hmm. him. He's like, that's like my brother. And he does say, even say, he goes, I love you. Um, but even before that, um, Anakin still is saying, this is the end for you, my master. mm -hmm. And so Obi-Wan flips off of whatever the piece of metal blah, I don't know, whatever doesn't melt in lava. And he flips off and he lands and he has the high ground (laughs) and everybody's like, what? It's true. Having the high ground gives you an advantage. And so... Can we just... Can we say the quote? Because I wrote it down. No, it you do it. Do it. Because I think of, like, other people, like, making fun sure. of him. <clears throat> it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> and Anakin's all like, you underestimate my power. And he's like, don't try mm-hmm. it. And he flips. And now he has no legs. Well, let's talk about the fact that he won't believe that Palpatine is evil. And he's he's like, you're lost. And he literally is like, the Jedi are evil, not Palpatine. So like, yeah. that's how lost he yeah. is. So yeah, he does a little flippy flap. And, you know, Obi-Wan literally cuts, um, cuts him off at the And knees. honestly, like, Obi-Wan either could have done that or could have straight up killed him. So he picked yeah. the lesser. 
And this is really sad because Obi-Wan is honestly like, I mean, you can see it. He's screaming it. His eyes are like tearful. And he says, you were the chosen one. It was said that you would destroy the Sith, not join them. Bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. (gasps) And Anakin, it's still not getting through. Yeah. He literally screams at him. I I hate hate you." you. Um. It's just like so I kind sad because everyone's like, "I loved you, I loved, <laughs> I like, loved you. You were my brother." You know, yes, and so it just shows you like how how far gone Anakin truly is. Mm. Um, where he's not really Anakin anymore; no. like he truly he's is Vader, Vader, really. And because Obi Wan's like, I is screaming back at him. He's like, "I loved you. You were like a brother to me." And um, then he gets <laughs> he being Anakin Vader, right? Some lava gets on him. He gets starts catching, catching on, on fire. fire yeah. And this is when Obi-Wan leaves. He just it. goes. He just is like, and I'm like, this is actually really quite traumatic because this it's man a, was literally cut off at the knees and now he's that's burning That's a slow alive. death if you're going to die like that. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan just leaves him. And I, I, that for him, he thinks it's the end. Yeah. And it's he's very upset mm-hmm. because like he loved him and he doesn't want, never wanted this path for right. him. Um, and it cuts to C-3PO being panicked, like, obviously, for good reasons. He wants to go. Padme's there. And she asks about Anakin. Yeah. He's not all right. So they get R2 on the ship, and they take off. And Obi-Wan is distraught, and rightfully so. Yeah, every, everybody is upset. But, like, don't worry. <laughs> Anakin's still alive, yeah, we, even though, you know, without his legs and being burned. See a robot hand climbing on breathing. up. He's still breathing. He's trying yeah. to crawl out, and, and a ship lands. Yeah. And it's his new... Don't you worry. It's his new best friend. Sidious. <laughs> got him. He's got him. He's there. Get him into a medical capsule. And I said, that's very yeah. caring. Yeah. It's very caring. Well, and so now we have Padme, who's unconscious. And we have... I'm, I'm going to assume that Anakin's also unconscious. Mm. So Obi-Wan's bringing Padme to bail and Yoda, even though they're there she's also in like a medical capsule right. and like even just the look of the two in the medical units is completely different where hers is like bright and light, and light mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people caring over yeah. there he's like almost alone it's dark there's only droids working on him no one else is around him Sidious is even anywhere near him mm-hmm. um and so with with Padme they're like she's perfectly healthy but she's lost the will to live so she's dying <sighs> So they need to save the twins. And they're like, what? It's like, surprise, she's having two babies. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of cuts back and forth with like Anakin being worked right. on. Obviously, he's in a lot of pain. Then Padme herself is in a lot of pain because she's giving birth and Anakin's not there. And she's upset with everything that's happening. And so she first gives birth to a boy. His name's Luke. Have we heard that yeah. before? And then she has a girl. Her name is Leia. And then we see Vader. He's getting his famous helmet on. Mm -hmm. The music is the Vader music. (laughs) And then we hear him breathing. Truly (sighs) born now. I feel like like he's truly born into being Darth Vader. Not when he was named earlier in the movie, but like right now, in my opinion. I think it solidifies when he finds out she's dead. You know? Absolutely. Um, so Padme, her dying words to Obi-Wan are saying like, they're still good in him. They're still good. Yeah, in they're him. still good in him. I know. Um, and 
So she dies, and as she's dying, and as we see her die, Vader rises from the table, mm-hmm. you know, with his new voice. And I was like, hey, James Earl Jones. Hey. And he immediately asks about Padme, and Sidious tells him, you killed her. Which, I mean, he kind of did, because he did break her heart, but like... In your anger. He's, he's saying, because, you know, you were angry, and he did force choke her, mm-hmm. um, but she didn't die because of that. He doesn't know that. Um, correct. And so in his anguish, mm. he starts crushing things using Everything the force. is like shaking. And honestly, yeah. well played, Palpatine. Well played. Yeah. Because He's not a dumb man. guess what you can use? You can use this hate for Obi-Wan. You can use this anger. You can use all of this to create your lovely Darth Vader. So snaps for Palpatine and your little plan is just like coming to fruition. He has nothing left to live Mm-mm. for. Right? Only the dark side. Yeah. And so then it's decided we're back with the good side. We're back with the Jedis. And it's decided that the twins will be separated. Yeah. So Bail and his wife will take Leia. He's like, we always wanted her to adopt a girl. Um, and that Luke is going to be taken to his family in Tatooine where Obi-Wan will look over him. And then it turns out he's like, Yoda and Obi-Wan are like chit-chatting. And they're like, yeah, it turns out that Qui-Gon has learned the trick to immortality. So like you have to learn this too, or like talk to him or however he says it, which Mm -hmm. I'm guessing, is that what he means by like the force ghost thing? I have a Quora thing to read about it. Okay. So we'll talk about it because I was confused. Do you want to read that now or do you want me to keep going? I keep going. All right. So then we see, uh, because things are now, we're now at the end of the Mm -hmm. movie. Vader is now Vader. Uh, Padme's dead. That's not funny. Um, And we have the two children and they're being split up. So like things are slowly getting put in place for the next movies to come Mm -hmm. out. And we have to remember and I don't know if anyone could forget that those came out first. So like, these are like backpedaling, Mm -hmm. right? That's kind of like what these movies were. Mm -hmm. So we're being set up for episode four, which, you know, was the very first original series. So everything's got to be put in place. So then we see R2D2 and we see C3PO and, um, they don't know when they see Luke, they don't know their whole backstory. So they have to be wiped. So that's what we see. (laughs) (laughs) It's them getting wiped. And then we're at the funeral of Padme on Naboo. Right. Everyone is sad. Jar Jar's there. Um, yeah. And he, uh, she still has that like the necklace thing part. that Anakin gave her all those, yeah. Yeah, all those years ago. Yeah. Um, and then we, it cuts to, we see Vader who's looking at the construction yeah. of the, the Death, Death Star. Star. And then it closes out with Bale bringing Leia to his wife and we see Obi-Wan bringing Luke to his family. Mm -hmm. And both of them have like their classic Star Wars music playing like with Leia. It's her music kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Like when I hear it, I think of her. Well, I really think of Carrie Fisher, Leia, not baby Leia. Mm -hmm. And then with with Luke, I think of the music you hear with him. And then it's like looking out at those two sons Mm -hmm. and the movie ends. And now I'm thinking... Because I think the very last, like, episode nine ends with Ray on tattooing, correct? I believe so. I wonder if this episode... It's just, it's um, just, uh, it's a real gamble to put people on sand planets at the end. Like, why are we on on tattooing (laughs) when everybody clearly in that family hates sand? But that's neither here nor there. I was confused. It's been a minute since I watched this movie in its entirety. So when Yoda talked about Qui-Gon, I was like, are we going to see Qui-Gon? I don't remember that. And so I 
just typed it into Google and I was like, what's that all about? And so someone on Quora also asked, why does Yoda say that Obi-Wan, why does, oh, start over. Why does Yoda say to Obi-Wan and the end of Revenge of the Sith that his old master, Qui-Gon Jinn, has found a path to immortality? Because I was like, yeah, what, what, why are we talking about that? And then nothing, you don't see anything. And so Rue Sylvia says that they have 30 plus years of Star Wars knowledge. Um, says this is a long story, so I hope you get, you've got the patience to read it all because that's the only way you're going to understand it all. Um, it's not that long, but I can start reading if you'd like. Sure. All right. So sometime before his death on Naboo, Qui-Gon met a shaman of the Wills, W-H-I-L-L-S. The Wills are entities linked to the Force and act as guides and historians. The shaman told Qui-Gon it was possible for one to keep his or her consciousness in intact even after death and be able to use the Force to communicate with the living in some ways that is in itself a form of immortality. Given Qui-Gon's unique good and inquisitive nature, the shaman decided to teach him the steps one needed to go through to achieve that ability. But given his duties as a Jedi, Qui-Gon was never, never able to complete all the steps and thus when he died on thus when he died on Naboo. Although his consciousness, spirit, and soul retained its essence in the Force, Qui-Gon could not communicate with the living really because of him not completing the steps the shaman taught him. But still in the netherworld of the Force, Qui-Gon kept on training. It took him years before the Clone Wars he could only communicate with people that were deeply meditating in the Force. Like when Anakin hmm. decides to kill the Tusken Raiders and you see Yoda meditating, you hear a voice saying, Anakin, and that was the voice Qui of Qui-Gon, and the no part was Yoda actually piercing piercing into the future hearing Vader cry when Sidious tells him that he killed Padme. Interesting. So Qui-Gon was with Anakin on Tatooine, but by then he still could not communicate with the living. During the Clone Wars, there were times when Qui-Gon communi communicates with Obi-Wan and Anakin, but it had to be in places where the force was strong or if one of them was in deep meditation. When Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka go to Mortis, seeing the world of Mortis as a force nexus, I don't know what I'm reading, there Qui-Gon appeared to Obi-Wan and Anakin as clear as any force ghost, but that was only because of the place that they were on. So this must be in the cartoon. Once they left Mortis, Qui-Gon could no longer do the same. By the end of Revenge of the Sith, Qui-Gon had begun communicating more often with Yoda, sometimes more successful than others. When you see Yoda meditating before the arrival of Obi-Wan and Padme, Qui-Gon had finally completed enough steps required of him to communicate with the living, and he had been talking to Yoda only through voice, and both talked about what had happened, what was happening, and Qui-Gon took the opportunity to teach Yoda the steps of the Shaman of the Wills had taught him many years ago. Yoda in possession of that knowledge, he then shares it with Obi-Wan, and that's why he said to Obi-Wan, quote, on your solitude on Tatooine, training I have for you, an old friend has learned the path to immortality, one who has returned from the netherworld of the Force, your old master. How to commune with him, I'll teach you. So by immortality, he meant 
through that training, two things could happen. In death, one could retain their consciousness and again communicate and interact with the living, and that one could choose to transition into the force without being near death. It was a it was in a way a matter of choice. The Jedi would choose to transition from life to the afterlife, and that would be it. For example, when Vader goes for the killing blow, the blow that should have beheaded Obi-Wan, but if you pay close attention, even in the movie, you'll see when Obi-Wan saw that that Luke would have to run, but wouldn't run away knowing that he was there, he made the conscious choice of transitioning into the Force. So Vader did not kill Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan had already gone to the Force. You remember that? Huh. Okay. I haven't seen her in a long time, but, but, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So, of course, in Yoda's case, he had reached the end of his long life. So when he died, because he had, too, done the training Qui-Gon taught him, his body also goes into the Force. We all remember that. It's that lovely meme I love. It's like when you finally understand how Yoda felt with Luke asking him questions. That's what it's like to be a parent. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So when he died, uh, yeah, he goes to be one with the Force. And in The Last Jedi, Luke didn't die from exhaustion. And you can see that more clearly in the book of the movie. So if you read it, you can simply jump to that part if you want to read it, where it was clear that Luke had finally come to terms that him returning and helping Ray and the resistance would not serve a bigger picture, that he had wasted too much time. So when he sits on the rock looking at the twin suns rising, he makes a conscious choice to transition into the force, thus becoming a force ghost. Uh, yeah. So it says, now, if you're wondering how Luke knew how to do that, we have three possibilities. So we're talking about, like, who trained Luke to do these things. Obi-Wan could have taught him. Obi-Wan had placed the knowledge in his journals, or the knowledge was in the Jedi sacred texts. So in the end, it's a form of immortality. I thought that that was pretty cool, because I was super confused. Okay. I just kind of figured it was like force ghost stuff. Which it kind of is. Because you see them. Yeah, yeah. Basically. So that's it. We're done with those. We're done with the prequels. Who's happy? I'm, I'm, I am. <laughs> I'm just excited for more. Like I love, we, you yes. and I both love the OG trilogy. So I'm excited to, to get there. Yes. And, you yeah. Yeah. Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and what's funny is that I think it was like a Star Wars weekend because it was on all weekend, mm. but I worked this weekend. So, like, I was walking in and out of some patients' room and I'm like, oh, it's like Star Wars is on. <laughs> Star Wars is on always. I, like, was doing, I, like, went into this one room and I wasn't really paying attention to the TV because, like, obviously it's, I don't care what you're watching. Right. And I heard something, I'm like, this sounds like Star Wars. And I turned to like, oh, look at this. <laughs> like, I know what I'm talking about. I think it was episode five they were watching. All right. So if you would like to send us an email for our discussion episodes, you can find us at thepadawantransmissions at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at thepadawantransmissions and on Twitter at tpt underscore 327. Sarah is on Instagram at omally with three H's. And I am on Twitter and Instagram at tiffswish underscore flick. Let's talk about being more Vader. Now that he's like here. <laughs> he's been created. He's created. So this is um, an Anakin quote. 
It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. Assess your competition. Rivalries can be healthy. They can make you stronger, sharper, and fiercer. The Sith say that even within a defined teaching relationship, the master should embody power while the apprentice craves it. However, the moment that rivalry starts holding you back, you need to eradicate it. Show no mercy. Even if you once considered your rival a brother, don't let sentiment undermine your progress. A career that stops growing is a dead career. Mm. That's pretty appropriate for what we it just felt witnessed. really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I Googled quotes because I was like, I need to find like a good one. I didn't want to specifically use one from this section of the movie. Yeah. So according to this, Ahsoka Tana says this, this is a new day, a new beginning. And I like that because we're moving on to the next movies. I'm excited to talk about Han Solo. <sighs> Hello. Is it you I'm looking for? That's yes, my heart. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, thank y'all for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might be going in straight into the next movie. I'm not sure. We might do something in between. So just keep your ears out. Your ears, your ears out for the next episode. So thanks so much for listening. Bye.